Hello everyone, I'm your host Chloe Madeline and welcome to the Behind Her Mind podcast. Here we deep dive on all things health, fitness, lifestyle and everything in between. The intention is to inspire, to entertain and to empower. Join me as I unpack life and navigate my 20s all whilst trying to live a purpose-driven, authentic, real and unfiltered life full of the highs, the lows, the yeses and the noes. If you're ready to chat the inner workings of a 20-something's mind, you're in the right place. Let's get chatting. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. It has been a hot minute. The last episode that I released was on the 3rd of July, and it is now the 23rd of July when I am recording this, 24th when you will be listening. So it's been three weeks. Uh, My intention when I first released this podcast was to have episodes released on a weekly basis, and eventually as time went on, that frequency would increase. However, it has obviously decreased in a short amount of time that I have been releasing episodes. Now, I do have a reason and I do have an explanation for that, but I want to preface that I know I absolutely do not need to explain myself or provide a reason because at the end of the day, this is my podcast and I make the rules, you know? Anyways, today's episode is going to be super short and sweet and I stand by that this time, although I usually say that and it ends up being 50 minutes long. Today's episode is going to be a little catch up, just chatting chatting all things these past three weeks and then the intention will be to go back into regular programming moving forward. So where do I begin? To summarize a very long story short, these past three weeks, life has been a roller coaster, if you will. But I will break this up into little segments. So, to chat about the most prevalent thing that's been going on in my life these past three weeks, a few, maybe two weeks ago, there was an incident with one of my family dogs. So, I. Obviously, was with my mom and my sister for quite some time, um, and I've only just recently moved in with my partner about two months ago. Two? Three months ago. Three months ago. And so we have two dogs. One's called Tibby and one's called Gizmo. Both are rescues. Tibby, we had had since 2012. Gizmo, we've had since 2016. So longtime members of the family, as if you will. So the week of the first week of July, I believe it was my mum and my sister went away for a horse riding uh, competition. So they were away for maybe five or six days. And one of my sister's friends was house sitting for them. So obviously I'm not living in the house at this point in time. Otherwise I would have been. And so they were returning on the Friday night. And without going into like the, the full story about what happened, basically, uh, my two dogs, they are both rescues. As I said, they are both very different types of rescue. So Tibby was rescued from a puppy farm. Uh, there was, you know, 30 to 40 dogs locked in cages, only fed chicken necks, just bread and bread and bread. And obviously it's quite odd that he was even kept around given that he was a desexed male at the time. I mean, at the time he is still a desexed male. <laughs> uh, so from his growing up, he was very timid. He was very scared of other dogs. He was very, he was scared of humans when we first got him. He was scared of just 
like the really bare basic things that you don't think a dog would be scared of. Uh, when he was in his foster home, the um, owner of him whilst he was in the foster home was a butcher. So he would bring home like offcuts of meats after work for Tibby and the other dogs. And Tibby didn't even know what, you know, a sausage was or just like things like that, just based on his upbringing. So when we got him, it took him like maybe two years to like really open up to us to really like want to play with us in the backyard and stuff like that. So then when we got Gizmo, like four years later, even then it took him ages to get used to Gizmo and to, you know, be around another dog full time. So that kind of paints a backstory as to why this whole incident kind of unfolded. Basically, long story short, uh, Tibby was dragged under our backyard fence by the neighbor's dog and essentially mauled. He was found on their back patio and he was not in a good place whatsoever. He, there was blood everywhere. He, like in hindsight, we got the report back from the vet and he had, you know, puncture wounds down his spine. He had both of his sides of his neck were torn out. He was hypothermic. He, he just wasn't going to make it essentially. Um, so he was rushed to the emergency vet that night. Gizmo was left at home and we made the decision to put him to sleep. I'm going to get emotional (laughs) two episodes out of the bloody five that I've done and I've cried. And I just think like they did offer us the option of doing surgery and they did explain that there would be a lot of surgeries and it would cost a lot. And I think because of Tibby's upbringing and because of what I explained with how he was scared of other dogs and he, um, came from a puppy farm and stuff like that I just think we made the decision as a family to put him to sleep because I don't think mentally even if he had recovered physically which obviously that wasn't a guarantee even if he had recovered physically he would not have recovered mentally and I would be unsurprised if he would have come back to us and been scared of gizmo for instance which is really sad So yes, that decision was made by all of us. We all, my mom, my sister, my partner, my dad, my dad's partner, we all, um, my mom's friend, like all of us met at the vet that night and we said our goodbyes. They um, essentially stitched him together and gave him some medication so he was comfortable and we were able to all say goodbye before they gave him the actual needle. So yeah, that was traumatic. It took more of a toll on me than I thought it would and I'm not being naive like I know like once you have animals in your life once you have pets you know how much a death impacts you and for me a death that is not seen coming impacts me more than obviously a death where I'm like well you know the dog was getting old we we decided to put it to sleep because um you know it's it's too old to continue to live essentially so similar to the whole bossy incident which I explained in the first episode the ones that are unsur- the ones that are surprising and the ones that come out of nowhere are the ones that hit me more. This one I didn't think would hit me as much, but it did. And so, and it obviously hit my entire family. Like it wasn't a nice way. He was old. He was going to be put to sleep eventually due to old age, but it wasn't a nice way for him to go. And I think a lot of us felt a lot of guilt in that we weren't home when this happened and we don't know how long he was there for by himself on the patio. From what we could tell with the backyard, it looks like Gizmo, the other pup, tried to save him. His collar was caught on the fence, but Gizmo is a little bit chunkier than your average dog and obviously wouldn't be able to fit. But yeah, 
Overall, not a great night to have gone through, not a great event to have witnessed, very traumatic. And the part that stuck with me and the part that kind of basically led to me taking this break and to like spending some time alone by myself, trying to just like sort through my head was that I couldn't unsee his face. Like, so they brought him in when we were all in this room and we got to say our goodbyes and his face, I could not get that out of my head. Like, obviously I couldn't see anything. Like I couldn't see his wounds. I couldn't see, he had a blanket on, but his face, and he always had such a sad looking face. And I think that coupled with the actual incident, I could not, like, I lacked in sleep for so long. I was so anxious. I like that's, I just could only see the face. And that's the part that got me these past couple of weeks is just seeing his face and I couldn't unsee it. Like I went to sleep and all I could see was the face and then it would make me upset. So yeah, we're going to stop crying now. We're going to stop talking about it, but that is essentially what happened over the past three weeks that has led to like this like upheaval in my life. Now Gizmo is obviously still around. He is with my mom and my sister He is not coping amazingly, but he's also doing better than we expected. He still looks at the backyard fence and kind of cries for Tibby. But obviously to him, the only thing he knows is that Tibby went next door and never came back. So he like paces the fence trying to see if Tibby's still next door. Now the other dog, the neighbor's dog, the one that did this is still alive and is still next door. And at this present moment in time, and I think for the rest of time, we don't feel comfortable leaving Gizmo outside by himself with this dog still around. My mum and my sister are going to move houses because that's just the only way we're ever going to feel comfortable. Like it's to the point that if they go away for a night, Gizmo comes to my house for a sleepover. And if Maddie, my sister is at work all day, Gizmo goes to work with her for the day. It's just, I don't think it's something you'll, even if like the fence was going to be concreted six foot high and, you know, there was literally zero way a dog could get under or over or through or whatever. I don't think after how traumatic that incident was and after seeing what that dog did to Tibby, I don't think we'll ever feel comfortable leaving Gizmo alone. And Gizmo is a different kind of dog compared to Tibby. Like they had very different personalities. So it just... It just will never sit well with us. So he's doing well. He is still his freaking ADHD goldfish of a self, but he does have his moments where he cries for Tibby and he goes and looks for him and he, he obviously just doesn't understand. And I know that he will eventually understand, but for now he doesn't because all he knows is that Tibby went next door. So moving right along, now that I have been emotional and explained that situation, My next little updates for the past three weeks since I last recorded, bodybuilding, training. So my training has been going well. Obviously the incident with Tibby and Gizmo has kind of trickled into other aspects of my life and it hasn't been going as well as I would have liked. Overall, my training is generally speaking going well. I am doing a different type of training, if you will. I am under a new coach and have been for maybe five to six weeks now. And I guess the actual training is the same. Like it's still the same principles. I'm still doing the same movements. I'm still, you know, my training is still tailored towards my goal of getting on the stage. But 
the way that I am approaching my training is different. I'm having to almost learn the skill of training again. I don't think I've ever like truly trained with proper intensity and a proper training ethic and done it for a long period of time and just like alert that skill and applied it. I think I have been almost blessed with somewhat of good genetics in that I, you know, predominantly hold my muscle in my lower body and I do have that wellness shape genetically. So I think I've kind of like been able to get away per se with a lack of training ethic over the past couple of years. So I am currently just learning the skill of training properly and training hard, but training overall is going well. I am moving some bigger numbers than I had ever moved before. Nutrition wise, nutrition is also going quite well. I am very, very, very deep into my improvement season at the moment when it comes to nutrition. As of this week coming forward, we have just ticked over the 3000 calorie mark, which is insane and a lot of food. And I am exhibiting no hunger cues right now. So we are up to 3000 calories and my body weight is maintaining. My physique is maintaining. I am not suffering any negative side effects, if you will, from eating more than my body comfortably would like to eat. So that is really good. And obviously the better we can set myself up in the improvement season will obviously aid in my next comp prep. And speaking of comp prep, the goal is still the same goal at the moment. My current next show in plan is the season B shows. So I will be doing the IFBB shows and the WBFF show both in the wellness category. So how that looks is that IFBB will be first and it should be roughly at the start of October based on this year's comp dates which means we are 63 weeks out from the first show which I know sounds like a lot but when you take into consideration that a prep might be like 25 to 30 weeks that means I've only really got 30 weeks left to go until we start prep. So yeah, the IFBB show will be first week of October, hopefully, and then the WBFF show should be roughly maybe the end of October slash the start of November, and then depending on how I go at the state show and a few other little things, the national IFBB show will be somewhere in between the two as well. So that is my bodybuilding little update. Study-wise, I am currently about to start semester two of a double degree at university. I am doing a Bachelor of Laws with Honours, doubled with a Bachelor of Behavioural Science, which is psychology. So I'm not in semester two of the degree, but we are heading into semester two of university. So I'm doing that this semester, which means life is about to ramp up a little bit. My business goals, my career Basically, long story short, I do have some massive goals in place that I want to achieve, but those massive goals require massive action and it's going to take, you know, 12 to 18 months to achieve all of that, but I want what I want and I'll do what I need to do to get there. Uh, So at the moment, I'm currently, you know, aiming to find some new employment. I am not having the best of time with the work environment that I'm currently in and I'm finding that it is trickling into my mental health and my day-to-day state of mind. So the current goal is to find some new employment. I do have a job interview coming up. I did have one last week as well. So hopefully something will be on the horizon for me by the end of the month. 
once I'm in that new employment, I am hopeful that the new employment has a hybrid working model, which means I can work from home, you know, two to three days a week, uh, which allows for a lot more flexibility with the other side of my career goals, which is obviously my online coaching. So obviously overall, my goal is to do both and I have to obviously work my full-time nine to five role. And then on the side, try and grow my own business and utilize social media to do that essentially. And I do plan to do both at once until basically I get to a point where I'm like, I can't do both anymore. I need to make a decision. And then obviously the decision will be to move on to my own business, being my own boss, etc. And overall, my mental health, obviously the massive things that happened, which I explained about Tibby, it kind of happened at a time in my life, which everything else was happening at the same time. So like, you know, my life was kind of quiet for a short while there. And then I knew that all these things were about to start happening. Like, you know, my bodybuilding endeavors were going to ramp up. My study was about to ramp up. My like endeavors with business and career were going to ramp up. And then the Tibby incident happened at that time. So it was like a catalyst for just my mental health plummeting a bit. And I guess for the past three weeks, I definitely bottled things up. And that is what I'm great at. And I put a brave face on and I just, you know, make things happen and move through life. But it did kind of crumble underneath me and it kind of all hit me at once. And I kind of had to take a step back and be like, you're not okay. Or you are becoming okay, but you weren't okay for the past three weeks, but you've just acted like you've been okay. And then it got to a stage, which is where I'm at now, where I was sick of feeling like that and sick of kind of being stuck in that one little place. So it's time to, you know, pick myself up, move on, get back to doing everything I need and want to do to work towards these big goals that I have. So that is where we're at now. Uh, The only other thing to update you guys on is that I'm going on holidays in two weeks time, which means I hopefully will have pre-recorded an episode because I've just indicated that we're going back to regular programming and I'm about to go on a two week holiday. But regardless, two weeks over in New Zealand is like the perfect timing after the past month that I've had. So that is happening in the second week of August with my partner. And I am so, so excited to do so. It will be very different. Like for us, we both track our food. We both train, you know, five days a week. We're going over there and we're taking a full break. And I don't mean a full break as in like, you know, screw the system. We're going to go and eat our body weight worth of food, like Monday to Sunday times two. We're just, we're not training. We're not going to track our food. We are going to be mindful and we're obviously going to, you know, choose the better options and, you know, prioritize protein. And our activity levels are still going to be like through the roof, probably higher than normal based on like just being a tourist in a new place. But yeah, that is essentially my life summed up in a nutshell for these past, you know, three weeks. It's been a lot, but you know, we're here. I am back, quote unquote. I'm ready to get stuck into this, into everything I've just explained that's happening and coming up. So thank you guys for catching up with me. I am happy to be here. I'm happy that you guys are here. Have an amazing week and I will be in your ears next Monday. And that is a wrap for today's episode. Thank you for listening to the Behind Her Mind podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, a follow and a review on whichever platform you are listening from would mean the absolute world. 
For guest and topic suggestions and to keep up to date with all things Behind Her Mind, please come and connect with us on Instagram at Behind Her Mind Pod. I will be in your ears again next Monday, so stay tuned.